0: Obviously, I really love Triforce and I know it's kind of lame that people, you know, the question earlier, like, what are your hobbies outside of working out? I'm like hanging out at the gym. I don't know. Like, I guess uh, probably most of our listeners are people who've already been a Triforce, but on the off chance, you know, (laughs) that somebody is listening that hasn't been in yet. If you're scared, just take the first step. Coming in is the hardest part and then we will make you feel very loved.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Davis, here with my wife, Megan Davis, and we are your hosts for the My Blank Fitness Journey podcast. During this podcast, we will reveal the secrets that we have used to help our community become more healthy, fit, and confident, and also hear from some amazing people in our community as they fill in the blank and tell us about their fitness journey. Listen in and be ready to be inspired by our guests who just like you are superheroes as we dive into their origin story. Hey guys, welcome to episode seven of my blank fitness journey podcast. Uh, I am joined by my beautiful, beautiful co-host, Megan Davis, also known as my wife. Can you say hey, Megan? Hey guys. Hey. Uh, Audio today is going to be amazing because Megan is recording from a very special place. Megan, you want to let everybody know where you're uh, recording from?
2: yeah so uh i didn't know you were gonna wrap me out this early but here goes i am at the gym and we just put air conditioning in the bathrooms so i am staked out in the bathroom to enjoy this nice ac (laughs)
1: yeah so despite (laughs) what it might look like megan is not in a jail cell she is indeed (laughs) just in the bathroom at the gym.
2: Just in the Um, bathroom. So if someone walks in, they're going to be as surprised as I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be weird. Uh, But that's okay. We do weird things. Uh, Speaking of weird things, uh, we always like to talk about what's going on in our fitness journey. So I thought I would lead out. Um, I am rekindling an old fire of mine in regards to my favorite activities. I have uh, recently for my birthday slash Father's Day received a pair of rollerblades. And uh, I know that this is going to get us a lot of listeners because there is a very, very large crowd of people who are as passionate about rollerblading as I am. So um, yeah. Do what? I said and also in their 30s. Also in their 30s. Okay. So Complete sidebar, but there actually is like, it's a bunch of people that are hitting like their pre midlife crisis where we're going back and hitting all of our nostalgia. So probably the same people that are playing Pokemon with me are the same people that like are buying rollerblades and pretending like we still have the agility and flexibility to do it. So, uh, I took both our boys out to the skate park last, uh, last weekend and it was awesome. I didn't fall. Um, I helped Amos fall several times going down a ramp, but dude, like dude dropped in on his very first time at the skate park. And it was, it was super fun. So, um, if I go missing and Megan and Alyssa are now the the hosts of this podcast, you know that I have been brutally injured rollerblading. Um, but you know, if it's not being chased by a bear or like brutally hurting myself working out, that's. Going to be my favorite way to go, I think, is rollerblading. <laughs> so. um, Megan, what are you doing with your fitness right now?
2: Uh, well, it's really ironic because we recorded the podcast on motivation, and then I struggled a little bit with motivation recently. Um, having a little bit different schedule during the summer, I've had to um, kind of lean back in on some of the things that we talked about and redefine my why because I found myself just putting off my exercise, or not enjoying it, or just not having as much motivation, and so um, I actually wrote some new goals for myself, and um, and then have, you know, told a couple of people about it, and then that way, they encourage me, they bring me my gym bag when I've forgotten it conveniently, and things like that, and um, so I'm getting some workouts in, and I'm just trying to be nice to myself, so if I'm feeling extra stressed, then I do something like focus in on weightlifting. Um, and then I just apply discipline and do some other things that I don't necessarily want to do that I have to work on. And it's been fun. I'm feeling better. So, um, yeah, having, having fun, just doing what we talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's amazing how easy it is to give advice, everybody, and how hard it is to follow it. So, um, that's kind of page one from my book is be really good at giving advice and, uh, struggle with it yourself. But that's, I think that's life, right? Like it's hard to follow through on things. So, uh, Hey, I saw your goals on the board. Remind me of what, uh, one of them is that you want me to hold you accountable for.
2: <laughs> uh, I would like to get four strict handstand pushups, please, because that will put me one level up on our level method board. And I have had that as a goal for a while, but not really intentionally worked on it. You've written me some strengthening stuff that I haven't done. So Have all the pieces i just haven't been doing it and so that's why it's the number one goal so that i actually work on it um yeah so i need that discipline
1: (laughs) there we go okay so you guys are responsible (laughs) now just like i am to hold megan to getting her four straight handstand push-ups so when you see her at the gym just go like, see if her shoulders look like they're getting a little bit bigger. And if so, then she's on her way. (laughs) All right, Megan, uh, before we bring on coach Alyssa, hit me with our nutrition tip for the week.
2: All right. So one thing that we've been talking about a good bit, uh, with our members is over the summer travel is just part of summers. And um rather than feeling really discouraged about having to eat fast food or eat on the road what we wanted to do was encourage people that you know having fast food or having to eat in fast food can be a part of a healthy diet you do have to consider what you order so um, our top tips are to run through them real quick and then i'll give a few tips on each one is to keep your portion sizes small to choose healthier side dishes to find something green to try to find a grilled item with a grilled meat, uh, watch your drink, and then don't be afraid to have it your way or make those modifications. So just to kind of give you a couple of examples of those things, um, so for keep portion sizes small, something as simple as just ordering the kid's size, um, you know, like the kid's meal or the kid's size burger, just having a smaller burger is going to drastically reduce the number of calories that you're getting from that. Um, that item Um, you know if you're a guy and you need a little bit bigger burger try to avoid something or you know a girl that's VAs, can you cut that out sorry didn't want to say that let me back back up so if you want a regular sized hamburger that's fine just try to avoid something that has like two or three patties or the added bacon things like that on there Um, you know those can have more than 900 calories a piece and so just by going with a regular sized hamburger that can really help you Um, also ordering the small fry instead of the regular size fry can save you 200 calories alone so that's another really helpful way to just when you're watching that portion size going with a smaller option is going to help you and you can order completely normal things Um, when it comes to making some swaps like choosing a healthier side dish a lot of places now have really awesome sides Um, I know we went to Culver's the other day and I got the broccoli it was hard to do it was hard to order broccoli and not fries but I did it And um, I found that I need to ask for salt next time. So just getting a little bit of salt on it, but it was really good. The broccoli was good. A lot of places have, you know, a side salad that you can do. Um, They also have fruit, things like that. So you can kind of find something that you like um, as another healthy side. Going green, you don't always have to order the salad, but a lot of places have a really good salad. I know we found that Wendy's has a really good salad. They kind of make fresh when you order it. Um,
1: It was amazing, actually. I just got the what do they call it uh southwest salad something like that it has yeah a whole grilled chicken breast guacamole like fresh greens a whole tomato cut up really good salad actually
2: yeah so it's like some of them are sketchy like you you know so it's nice to kind of find one that you like so we found the wendy's one and the chick-fil-a one are really good so um you know and then when you're getting that like you mentioned like opt for the grill you know the grilled meat on it so try to avoid the the fried chicken on your salad um you know, try to get that grilled and that's going to help you with sticking with those lean protein options um the drinks you know when you're getting a drink it can be 32 ounces from there and so if you're getting something you know like a regular tea or soda it's a lot of sugar um you know maybe 400 calories worth or so you know just from sugar and you don't really feel it so that's a great place to order unsweet Um, to get Splenda, to get water, or even try out some of the diet stuff. I know, uh, at Taco Bell, they now have the Mountain Dew. What is it, Chris? The Baja Zero?
1: Oh, yeah. How good is that? So good. Baja Zero. You actually, it's required to drink Baja Zero while you're rollerblading. So that's Perfect. Mm -hmm.
2: Perfect. So just by looking for that other option, we were able to find that drink that we both enjoy, you know, when we're having fast food or whatever um, that has less sugar in it. And then, um, you know, when I said have it your way, sometimes it's hard when you're in a car full of people or you feel the pressure of all the people in line behind you because it's supposed to be fast food to not make substitutions to your order. Um, I like to look stuff up ahead of time on my phone because I'm kind of indecisive. So I kind of look it up ahead of time, but you know, don't be afraid to ask for those other things when you get in line, they don't mind doing it. Um, they have it there as an option. So, you know, just go ahead and try it. Um, and usually I find that we never, just like we never regret a workout. I never regret making a healthier options. I always feel better for it.
1: Absolutely. Um, and eating fast food is almost inevitable. Um, obviously is doesn't want you should it shouldn't, you shouldn't make it choice number one, but sometimes it's going to happen when we travel or when we're behind. Um, Everybody's lifestyle is a little bit different. So those those tips that you gave sound like they could swing a meal like 800 calories uh, in the better direction. That's like, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, So there you guys have it follow those tips one or more of them to make a huge difference in ordering fast food with you and your family which is going to happen over the summer so um this week guys we are bringing on Alyssa murray she is uh today's actually a pretty powerful day Alyssa is celebrating her third anniversary working for triforce so she is now the the last of the the ogs maybe uh she has started with us just as a baby CrossFitter, a baby coach, uh, knowing nothing about anything. And I have- Notice he
2: kept her on mute when he said that. <laughs> right, yeah.
1: yeah. I do notice that. Um, I taught her everything that she knows that is good and anything that she doesn't do well is not my fault. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> we are, uh, we're incredibly lucky lucky to have Alyssa as a coach. She heads up our world golf village location, um, keeps all of the coaches and members on track and helps deliver amazing workouts. Um, she's hilarious. Uh, she is going to be, Hugely entertaining for us during this podcast. And you might actually learn something from her too. So uh, Alyssa, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, that's simultaneously the, the meanest and nicest you've ever been to me. So yeah, perfect. It out, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, when people listen to this, they're going to probably have a lot of questions about our work relationship and how, how I'm allowed to be a boss. Um, well, cool. So Alyssa, this is going to be we're probably going to stick to script on some of this how we normally interview our folks and then i'm sure it's probably going to go off script too some and that's completely gonna fine derail it would it could get ugly quickly um See me coach. <laughs> that's true 9am <laughs> so,
0: specifically
1: oh my gosh your 9am is listening to this Shout and they're <laughs> to all my to all my homies at 9 <laughs> Uh, all right. So Alyssa, tell us a little bit about your fitness journey so far and kind of, uh, what brought you to CrossFit and what you're doing now?
0: Oh, where do you want me to start? Uh, Um, 32 years ago. I'm, I'm 30, first of all.
1: Okay. Well, take me back 32 years.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, I was just a zygote with a dream. Um, so I grew up as a gymnast. That was like my first sport, which, I always tease my parents because we're like a super tall family. I'm like, why the heck would you encourage me when I said like I wanted to do gymnastics? They're just super supportive. So I was a competitive gymnast and then a competitive dancer, did a little professional dance circuit, tried cheerleading, I was a swimmer, I liked swimming. Um, And then when I got to college, kind of just started fitnessing, if you will. Um, My real... Like focus on fitness started, I guess, when I was 18, um, I started competing in the Miss America organization and I started working with the first trainer who kind of showed me, you know, the basics of lifting and progressive overload and stuff like that. But my goals were much different then. Um, and then the year, what were
1: your goals like then?
0: They were all aesthetic based, right? So as I wanted to be 130 pounds, I wanted to be a size zero, I wanted to be really skinny, you know, this was like, mind you 2000 what 10. So beauty standards were still painful back then, right. Um, so I ended up um, winning Miss Delaware in 2012, uh, which if you only have met me in the last three years, I know is very shocking. Um, but. Yeah, so when I won, I was 128 pounds, um, very hungry, and probably um, a word that I won't say on your podcast. Um, so What does I it got, start with? It starts with B.
1: Okay. Uh, I, think, I think that lets everybody letters. know.
0: Yeah, it, I wasn't a nice person to be around, I'm sure. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so once I won Miss Delaware, I got hooked up with this trainer, and he kind of sponsored all of the Miss Delawares for Miss America. And when I went to him, I was like, Hey, I want to be really skinny. I want to be able to see at least three ribs on each side. And I want to win swimsuit at Miss America. And he was like, no, I'm not doing that for you. It's, he worked with me one time and he was like, you're a power athlete. I am not making you lose any more weight. So we talked it over and revamped my goals. And I ended up putting on like seven pounds before Miss America of muscle. And he was kind of the first person that was like, hey, why are you training against nature? Like, you should embrace this. Um, So then I kind of got more into the weightlifting side, but I still had that, oh, I don't want to get bulky, which is hilarious now if you know me. I had that, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to look like a man thing. Um, My first experience with CrossFit was really bad. It wasn't at Triforce. Um, I just didn't feel welcomed. It just wasn't for me. I kind of toyed with it. I would drop in to a local box when it was something I really liked, like overhead squats or back squats or front squats or anything with a barbell. And that was about it. Um, You know, didn't love CrossFit. So, you know, my first real, like being a part of a CrossFit family and actually, you know, embracing CrossFit was at Triforce like three years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool uh so you have done a lot already in your cross i mean in your fitness journey so far um tell us a little bit about what your journey is looking like right now as far as goals and aspirations and how you're accomplishing those
0: yeah so um my goal at this point is just kind of to get as strong and as awesome as i can um (laughs) So, uh, and I love that CrossFit and specifically the level method, make that really easy for me to track. Right. Um, so I can look back on my open scores from two years ago and see where I was versus where I am now. And I can redo those workouts and see, you know, where I fall now. Like I just told Chris yesterday, I was like, I'm very confident that I could finish. What was it? The one we're doing tomorrow as a partner wad spoiler, I guess they won't see this before tomorrow, uh, ground to overhead and burpees over the bar. Right. I remember Megan finished that one and I was so excited for her and I think I could yeah. do it now. Um, so I, I keep a running list of small goals. Um, and um, so like my goals now are so much more performance based than what they used to be. They're not aesthetic anymore. Like I'm 30 pounds heavier than I was at Miss America, which when I say it out loud is absurd because like, I'm not a, a big, I mean, I'm five, nine, but I'm not like a big athlete, you know? So Kind of crazy to look back on that. Um, You know, I I don't want to quantify a lot of goals right now. I'm kind of in a I don't know like numbers wise. Like I know that I want a 175 pound snatch, and you know I said to somebody recently, my dream body. I don't really care what it looks like as long as it snatches 175 and clean and jerks 225, and you know, ooh, real thunder. Can you guys hear that? Holy moly. Um, Yeah, so goals are just kind of... I'm already in my tornado shelter, so I'm fine over here. You're fine. You're safe. I've got windows all over. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so as far as goals, they're all kind of numbers related now and performance-based, which is really cool for me. Um, It's so much more exciting to hit those goals than it was when I was chasing more of like an aesthetics-based approach. Um, And as far as getting to my goals, I just kind of train like a maniac, um, signed up for a local competition coming up. Cause I feel like I was a little bit like Megan was saying earlier with motivation. Um, I feel like I was struggling a little bit and, um, sometimes that kind of lights the fire under my butt again, it's kind of competing and getting out into the community. So yeah.
2: I, uh, I wanted ask you recently, I think you hit a big PR with your overhead squat, your party trick move that you mentioned. Uh, Yeah. So how how much did you hit for three that day?
0: I hit 200 pounds last week for three overhead squats. It's only a five pound PR, but just the two is exciting because that's coincidentally also right now my PR jerk. So (laughs) overhead, it makes me a little nervous. So yeah, I was pumped on that one. That's awesome. Over my head, I'm going to squat it but it's just getting it there sometimes. Right. We were
2: talking the other day about, um, I know we said this, I was bragging on you about how strong you've gotten. And I was saying that uh, not only are you strong, but you've gotten good at the things that take a lot of work, that take a lot of like showing up every day, being disciplined in the small things, you know, doing your accessory work, like, you've gotten good at Olympic lifts and things like overhead squats, which you can't just accidentally get good at. Like, and like, once you've hit like a point in order to see those new PRs, like you said, five pounds, you know, it takes a lot to get that next five pounds. And so I think it's really cool. Like, you know, 200 pound overhead squat for three is awesome in and of itself, but knowing like what you've done in order to be able to see that happen this year, I think is really cool. Like you've just been, you know, so consistent, like you said, training really hard, you know, showing up every day. And like I just think it's really cool to see you be able to to reach those goals and um have fun with it, you know.
1: Oh, <laughs> That's um I'm I promise that is how serious this podcast will get. The for the remainder of the episode, it will not get that serious. Yeah, that's <laughs> Um, Alyssa. What is your favorite office episode?
0: Oh man, Um, off my off the top of my head, dinner party. Ooh, Um, it's it's the plasma screen TV. Just goes right (laughs) into the wall.
1: How big (laughs) Um, is that plasma screen TV that Michael is so proud of?
0: Was it like twenty-two inches, like eighteen inches, or something? I can't remember.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty exciting stuff.
0: Exciting stuff. Um, I also. Uh, the Benny Benihana Christmas, I think, is also really underrated.
1: Ooh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, when Dwight's talking about butchering the goose over the other people. And then yes. um, Michael marks the girl's arm because he like can't tell the waitresses apart. <gasps> get a bite. It's I, underrated. I, you know. Yeah, but so, I think dinner party off the top of my head.
1: Dinner party's amazing. We watched that episode when we were doing the 20-minute road. Yes, test we sure did. Time, and that was, was the, the only- first
0: it's the first time I noticed the tripod
1: yeah there's some (laughs) well-placed props in that episode alluding to some
0: classic uh, activities treacherous
1: activities so that's Um, my
0: favorite I love Jan Levinson Gould though
1: she's great would you say that she's the character that you're most like
0: oh absolutely no um what's really embarrassing is that I was Zooming with my friends over lockdown and we were deciding who would be what office character. And one of my friends, (laughs) they're a married couple and they were like, Alyssa, we almost don't want to tell you but we've decided who you are already. And I was like, no, am I Andy? I'm Andy. And they go, no, you're somehow both Kelly and Ryan. And I was like. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's something.
0: No, yeah, we are. And I. I think about it. It keeps me up at night. Oh, right. <laughs> like, that's
2: it's,
1: worse than Andy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um apart from the office, uh, what and working out. We've talked about those two. Uh, what are some of your favorite things to do?
0: <laughs> uh m- meal prepping. <laughs>
1: getting ready to go to the gym
0: getting ready to go to the gym um caffeinating no um yeah i mean i listen to a lot of podcasts mostly true crime i watch a lot of true crime on netflix
1: and the first six episodes of this podcast right you've listened to yeah, those you of said, course. 10 times each
0: at, at least yeah today <laughs> um, yeah i really like to cook too um cooking, baking, anything like that. So I actually do enjoy meal prepping. That's kind of a joke, but also like an actual hobby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also really like going to the beach when I actually make time to do it.
1: Sure. Yeah. Cool. Being
0: outside in general.
1: Being outside. Well, being at the gym.
0: Dogs?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just anything with dogs. Yeah.
2: Letting right. fancy letting fancy come and love on you.
0: The best. <laughs> The best I, you know, I love a gym dog, I love a gym dog.
1: <laughs> Sidebar, uh, we don't have a gym dog anymore because Fancy turned into a demon whenever she yeah, was at Yeah,
0: Fancy wasn't the best. Um, someday if I ever get a dog, it'll be a gym dog, but um, don't see that in the cards right now.
1: Uh, you could get a dog like a little P and have him In your pocket while you're coaching.
0: So it's scientifically, I need to see proof that he's a dog. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: Little P is Joe and Monica's uh, miniature teacup. He's bite-sized poodle.
0: So very small, and he's smart, but his brain has to be like this. (laughs) Doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Megan. Yes. Uh, what workout would you want to partner up with Alyssa on?
0: Not running, not running, holding a rope together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do that
0: we did
2: yeah we, you were worried on that one and it was me that was like when chris was like faster i was like no like you were
0: fine you were fine we didn't get last place we didn't get last place it was
1: we close. somebody i can't remember who it was <laughs> i
0: think we got second to
2: last <laughs>
1: uh, not our crowning glory we, we might have lost megan there oh no she looks paused, or she looks,
0: or she's just,
1: <laughs> or the Botox is working really well. <laughs>
0: like
2: I can also like I didn't hear what you said. Sorry, my internet's out. So but now no, I'm, just, it. I'm just I'm just I'm just
1: over I didn't say anything.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Oh,
2: perfect. Okay. Good. Yeah. So uh, I lost my train of thought now.
1: What workout are you doing with Alyssa?
2: Oh, I said any, I'll do any workout with Alyssa. Cause I know she's going to take most of the reps.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, moment, we can't hear you.
0: Can't hear you. What happened?
1: VA's cut this. <laughs>
0: why can't we hear megan oh megan now now you can hear me guys
2: this rainstorm is and the bathroom combination is really messing me up
1: (laughs) you might you might have to prop the door open or something
2: okay i can't actually because we put that thing on the door to keep the ac in Hmm.
1: well if we lose you okay it was good seeing you (laughs) all right let's Let's start this back up. VAs, you can start here.
2: Let's cut that back. (laughs) Um,
1: So, Alyssa, you are the head coach at our World Golf Village location. Um, You've gotten to know all the members uh, in a super powerful way. Like, um, I don't know, we did a post today on Facebook, and it was just, it's cool getting to see everybody kind of chime in and talk about how awesome you are. So, um, I guess... Tell us what the members mean to you. How like you know, getting to know them has changed you.
0: Oh man. Um, <clears throat> so y'all know I've had a really like just tough last year and a half personally. Um, so for listeners, we're about to trauma dump. Um, my stepdad passed away last year, like super unexpectedly. He had a stroke and just kind of fell out in the middle of the day. And I think Chris was like the first person I told. I kind of walked in. I was like, Hey, uh, I'm okay, but my stepdad's dying. And he was like. Oh, um, and it was like right during the open too. Like, there's never good timing, but it's bad timing. Um, and uh, a lot of the members just kind of really, like, just were there for me um, in a lot of ways. Like, other people who had lost parents were kind of like reaching out to me and everybody checking in. And then after that, I uh, had a long-term relationship end. I, my ex-fiance and I called things off and canceled a wedding, which was very high stress um and just kind of the way people stepped up for me and again everybody was just there for me and checking in and then recently I bought a new apartment um and through that whole process it was like my realtor is not a member of our gym but she's neighbors with Chris and Megan and I used to live next door to them um so you know she helped me with all that and then Joe and Monica were there for everything they went and looked at like a bunch of different places with me and um Monica's dad, Stanley, who is a friend of Triforce, fixed it all up for me. Um, and like, I, I genuinely am not exaggerating when I say that I don't think I would have survived the last year and a half without Triforce. Um, because when I moved here, I moved here to Florida with no family. All of my friends are in Delaware. Like I kind of came here with no community. The whole first year I lived in Florida, I was ready to go home. I hated it. Um, and, you know, I just bought a place And my number one priority was that it was within a 20 minute drive to both Triforce locations. Like that was the first thing I told my realtor. Um, So the members have just become like my family, my friends. Um, This morning I had a little car issue, had to drop my car off at one of our coaches dad's shop. (laughs) And one of our members picked me up and brought me here so that I could be here for my 9am appointment. Um, And then of course, every member that you know know is like, Oh, I, I can take you back to the shop later this afternoon. Like, you know, um, so this has been kind of my, my Florida family. Um, the members have just gotten me through a lot specifically the last year and a half. Um, we, I, I know every, I feel like every CrossFit box specifically always says they have the best members. Um, but I think they're all full of crap. <laughs> don't go to try for, uh, we, we actually have the best people in the world. I know I'm biased, but I think that um, biases aside, we have the best people in the world.
1: I, I'm pretty sure it's objective. Like, Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair. You can it
1: measure the amazingness of our yes. members. and We got to figure
0: out how, but yes. Our
1: number one. We do a uh, double-blind
0: study, something. I don't know. You're a doctor. Figure it out.
1: My heart. My heart is the objective measure.
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. <laughs> I saw the callback to the office earlier. Here
1: we go. There's going to be a few people that understand that obscure reference.
0: Three, three. And those three people are my people. Yeah.
2: It just looks like you're pointing at the screen.
1: I am. I'm pointing at the screen. So that way you ask the next question.
2: <laughs> um, did you, my internet was uh, spotty earlier. Did you ask her what her blank fitness journey was? Not yet. yet. Mm-hmm. Okay
1: all you bro all
2: right so let's cut that out thank you Alyssa. we've heard a lot about your fitness journey i would love to hear what your what what your fill in the blank is to describe your fitness journey
0: yeah i had to think about this for a long time because there's like a lot of different words and chris said i couldn't say hot girl s-h-i-t um (laughs) as my word it's three words technically so it's not you know it's cheating um so i think (laughs) it's just Hot anyway, um, I went with healing. Uh, so not to get too serious, because that's, that's not my jam. And I already trauma dumped on everyone. Um, but for me, CrossFit has healed my relationship with myself, with my body, with food, with exercise. Um, you know, exercise used to kind of be like a punishment. Uh, whatever calories I ate, I was like, well, I got to make sure I burn this off later, which is a horrible mentality to have. Um, so it's kind of healed a lot of things in me, um, my self-confidence specifically, uh, the way I view my body, especially, and that that goes all back to that switching from the aesthetic to the performance goals. Um, just so much nicer to myself now. Uh, it's ridiculous how many years I spent kind of hating having muscular thighs. And I'm like, I can overhead squat, 200 pounds for three. I, I don't care. Like, I, I don't really care what I look like at this point. Um. So it really healed a lot of my body image. Um, and my relationship with exercise now, I train because I love training. Somebody the other day was like, why are you doing all of this? Because I you know, have a high volume training schedule. Somebody's like, why are you doing this? And I was like, huh. And they're like, are you trying to make the games? And I was like, no. Like, I, just, I guess I just really enjoy it. Like, it makes me happy. Um, so now I get to train because it makes me happy. I get to eat because I love food and because it fuels my body. And I can kind of look in the mirror and objectively see my body as, you know, the sum of all of its parts that I'm able to do all of these really cool things now that I couldn't have done 10 years ago. Um, so I think healing is my word.
2: That's awesome. I love that. Hot girl yeah.
0: <laughs> crap is second though. Hot
1: girl crap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, because we didn't allow you to use that one.
1: <laughs> I think that's trademarked maybe.
0: Probably, I gotta to talk to Megan B Stallion. I'll shoot her a message.
1: Megan, you said Megan B Stallion.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a to call back too, but no one else is gonna get that one. <laughs> oh man. That's good one. Okay. Good. S-
1: we'll so, so fitness means a lot to you. Um, what made you decide? Hey, fitness is something I could see myself doing as a career.
0: So my background, I was a high school teacher before I came to you guys. You know this. I was a Spanish teacher, the world's widest Spanish teacher. And I loved the teaching aspect. And I really loved working with kids specifically. But as you know, the public education um, world is not a great place to be employed right now, unfortunately. Um, so it was all the external factors of teaching that I just didn't love. And I loved the actual being able to You know, um, teach somebody a new skill or, you know, work with a child kind of one on one to help them master something new. Um, So, fitness kind of was a natural jump for me because I really had just started my fitness journey on my own and I loved the coaching aspect. And the cool thing about where I've kind of found myself now at Triforce is I have um, started working with a lot of one on one clients and I get to work specifically with a lot of women and a lot of young female athletes. Um, so I've worked with now quite a few swimmers and gymnasts, which makes sense because that's my background. I'm working with a softball player who, um, I called the other day to give her a pep talk because she got called up to pitch and she was really nervous, but she did great. Um, so it's cool for me to get to do all the things that I loved about being a teacher, but without, um, you know, government, uncle Sam breathing down my neck with standardized tests. Um, the one gymnast that I work with um, on Wednesday, she had just leveled up to level five, which is really exciting. She's 10 and she got five strict pull-ups, which is a PR for her. Um, that's so awesome. yeah, it was amazing. She's Alyssa's, the, she's, the, her, her name is also Alyssa. She's the cooler Alyssa.
1: We call her the and, better Alyssa. Uh, the
0: better Alyssa, that's fair. Uh, she's awesome. So mm-hmm. that was super exciting. And um, you know, I just get to do all of the things that I loved about teaching but in a, an environment that's more suited to what I love. And um, yeah, super fun.
1: It sounds like you really enjoy empowering people.
0: Yes, that's, yep. that's the one. <laughs> awesome,
1: no, that's, that's super cool. All right, so we're picking up where we left off. Um, if we had sponsors, that would have been where we would have put them, but you know, I think you have to get over 200 downloads to, <laughs> to have sponsors which with your help, we could get there, mm-hmm. share it with all your friends, like, and subscribe, do all the things I always tell you to do. Uh, back to our back to our program. Um, with Alyssa, our members are completely different. Like each and every one of them, I would not say that we have a, like stereotypical Triforce athlete. Like they come in all shapes, sizes, ages, uh, colors every demographic we have represented at Triforce. So I guess, can you tell me a little bit about why you think that's the case? Why we're not like a certain stereotype of gym?
0: Yeah, I I feel like that has been, you know, we were always super welcoming as a gym, I think. But I think since we've introduced the level method specifically, our demographic has just kind of really broadened. Um, and I think that's because for, of athletes level method prescribes, um, really easy to digest workouts. Like you can kind of look and see exactly where you are. And I think, um, so that for sure, I think helps with the, just kind of being a safe place for everybody. I also think that we have a really diverse coaching staff um, I think that with all of our backgrounds combined, I think when you take a class from a different coach, you're always getting something new. Even when I take our coaches classes or sit in and, and just li- like listen, or if I'm working with a client in the background, I can usually pick up a new cue from everybody. You know, we've got um, my gymnastics background, Aaron with weightlifting and powerlifting, Alan with football, Nina with basketball, Danielle was a dancer. Uh, When Nick's here, you know, golfing, we've got kind of everything covered. Uh, Meg is also a physical therapist. So I'm just naming the world golf coaches, honestly, because that's who I see coach regularly. Um, I also think that offering physical therapy and nutrition as well, because then we're drawing in people who might not be your typical CrossFit client, but they're coming to us because they feel safe that we have what, four doctors of physical therapy on staff. So um, I think that we kind of cover a lot of bases that maybe people don't see at other gyms so some combination of those things
1: yeah I think that's I think that's huge and there's um, so many gyms that people can choose from um, and I know one of the main things that I get when I'm interviewing a potential member is hey I've I've seen CrossFit and I can't do it, or I've seen CrossFit and it looks super scary. Um, I I think what you do as a coach and as a head coach and what our coaches deliver, what Level Method brings, I think it does a fantastic job of allowing people to jump in no matter where they're at. Um, Can you explain to the listeners just a little bit, like a quick overview of the Level Method and like what that actually looks like?
0: Yeah. So the level method, uh, what we do when somebody joins the gym, we take them through 15 different assessments and those range from three seconds, like going through a one rep max deadlift for some people um, all the way up to 17 minutes, which is our aerobic power intervals. That's everybody's favorite workout that we do at Triforce. Um, but basically when somebody comes it's to a joke. Triforce, that's a joke. It's terrible. Um, so when somebody joins they have six one-on-one sessions with one of our coaches. And by the end of it, the app tells them exactly where they are for 15 different things. And then when they get the workouts the night before from our app, it tells them exactly what level they should do that day. Um, so they can come in and say, okay, I know today's based off of upper body pull and aerobic power intervals. I'm orange in upper body pull and blue in aerobic power intervals. I'm gonna default to orange because that's my lower level and that's what's gonna keep me safe. Uh, so level method is just kind of a way that we keep all of our athletes safe and it helps us to identify and address their weaknesses. So if somebody is purple blue in anything weightlifting, and then is like yellow and running and rowing and anything that's ventilation based, we know what we need to work on with them. We need engine work. Yeah, Chris, I'm looking at you. Um,
1: <laughs> Guilty as charged.
0: So our goal is kind of to make well-rounded athletes and everybody's going to have strengths and weaknesses, but level method helps us to identify and address those a lot more easily than any other programming that I've seen at least.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's almost, it's almost sad to me that there are people that have these experiences with CrossFit or with gyms that are like, like me. Uh, oh, th- like, I, they're gonna bring me in and they're gonna make me do burpees until I puke on my very first day. But like, you really should feel what it feels like to do Fran on your first day. No. Like, what in the world are you trying to do to people? Like we want people to be successful and have fun working out. And yes, doing thrusters and pull-ups or ring rows is a part of CrossFit. Like it's a part of it, but it's not the thing. And so it's been fun getting to be a part of reshaping people's experiences with working out with CrossFit. And with that, I think we see the ability to do things like what you're experiencing in your fitness journey. Like it can be healing. It can be empowering. You can really overcome some negative um, body issues or some negative feelings through working out. And you can have like this incredible experience where now it's, wow, I'm, I'm strong and I love being strong or I'm fast. And I love being fast. Like we're able to do that for people because they come in and they can have a customized experience and see their weaknesses, see their strengths and work in the areas that they need to work on. Um, Alyssa, there is a a question that we ask everybody. And that is, what is your real life superpower? And it can't be, it can't have to do with working out. We've talked about working out a lot. So tell me another real life superpower. I know you were going to say overhead squats, but that's boring. Um, come up with something you else. You know
0: me. You get I know. me. I, um yeah. I guess if I had a superpower, it'd just kind of be like making friends, like making people feel comfortable. Um, I sometimes to a fault. Like I, I was at Target one time checking out, and the cashier was telling me about her adoption journey and asked if she could pray with me and held my hands and pray with me, and there was a whole line behind me, and it was like Christmas time and um, you know, I kind of felt bad for everyone behind me, but I'm not gonna not. So I think that making people feel comfortable with me, maybe, is a superpower, I don't know.
1: Yeah, what is that called? Um,
0: Empathy.
1: Empathetic, yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I'm glad that's why we have you, because I'm, <laughs> what's, what's the opposite of empathetic? I fill Apathetic? in the
0: gaps, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> why we work well together.
1: We do. the the yin and the yang i suppose i feel
0: everything chris feels nothing
1: correct (laughs) correct (laughs) um okay we've covered a lot and I'm sure that you will be a repeat guest. Uh, we can do some deep dives with you. Alyssa, not only does our, um, head coach position at world golf village, but she's also a nutrition coach. So she has a lot of experiences with helping people be successful with whatever their goals are in their health and wellness, whether that's weight loss, weight gain, athletic performance, she's worked with a lot of athletes. Um, if you are somebody or you know somebody that is ready to, like, do a serious um, dive into your fitness, she is the person to work with. Uh, she can help you get more explosive, get faster in swimming, get your back tuck, tuck round off, three sixty. Sure. She's going to help me get my first soul grind on my rollerblades. So <laughs> you can divine. You can devise a uh, rollerblading personal training program, right? I'm going
0: to have to learn how to rollerblade first, but yes, after that, (laughs) give me a week.
1: Yeah. Just watch a YouTube video. That's what all the good trainers do.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, So yeah. So if somebody's thinking, Hey, like, I'd like to do uh, some personal training with Alyssa or with one of the other coaches, um, but I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared. I don't want to, I don't want to get bulky. Um, whatever the thing is, like, I guess help, help talk, talk me into doing personal training with you or with one of the coaches.
0: So to address those individually to the fear of getting bulky, I hear that one from women. I don't think I've ever really had a man tell me he doesn't want to get bulky. Um, to that, I would say that I train three to four hours a day and I eat uh, about 3000 calories a day. Um, and I am trying very hard to put on a little bit of muscle and it is really difficult. So the casual fitness program like an hour a day five six days a week slim to none um so that's a non-concern that's kind of like saying i don't want to drive my car because i don't want to become a nascar driver you you don't become dale Earnhardt jr just by casually driving to work raise hell praise dale um (laughs) three Uh, and then, so as far as like being afraid, so I would tell them I kind of, I work with a really broad group of people for personal training. So I've got a division one college swimmer that I'm training to work on explosivity off the block specifically, um, developing some lower body power. I work with a distance swimmer who's also swimming in college. Um, we're trying to, you know, kind of increase her endurance, but we're also working on more explosivity and sprint strength with her. Um, I've got obviously a higher level gymnast, and then I have clients who, you know, one of their goals is to get up and down off the floor more comfortably and to be able to perform basic life tasks more comfortably. And all of those are valid goals. And all of those are goals that your trainer is going to get excited to work with you on. Um, we just want to see you guys succeed, whether that means your goal is squatting to depth, um, whether that means being able to unstrap your own feet from the rower, Uh, that's exciting those are all cool things for us uh if that means you're hitting orange three on deadlift i'm going to be super pumped for you if that means you're making the olympics as a gymnast i'm going to be super pumped for you um every goal is important to us because that's what we're there for we're there to support you and you know your trainers we i mean we love our people i mean it's the facebook post today got me a little bit in my feelings this morning i'm not gonna lie um yeah, I mean, like I said, we have the best people, and um, it's hard not to love the people that you work with, especially because we attract such good clients. So your coach is going to celebrate every milestone with you, no matter what it is, no matter what level you're at. Uh, we're going to meet you where you are and help you get better.
1: I love that, and I hate when I've been in gyms or been in places where, uh, because I'm going to this place, that my goal has to be the same as everybody else is there. It, like. That's a blah. I, blah. I don't like that. I want to go somewhere and to be able to tell somebody, this is what I want to accomplish. When I'm going to, if I go into the, the store and I'm buying a pair of shoes, like, I don't want you to just sell me what everybody else is buying. I want you to hear me, hear my goals. Like I'm going to play basketball, but you're trying to sell me running shoes because that's what's popular. No, hear me know what I want, know what I need, and then help me get there. And that's what you're saying you do is you make it personalized and you celebrate those victories because how many times in our life do we accomplish things that should make us excited that we should like go out and tell the world about, but we don't get that celebration. Nobody celebrates it. We don't ring the bell, right? Like, how, how cool is it that you are able to do that with people and to post a bright spot Friday where you talk about, hey, so-and-so did this really amazing thing. And then we get like 10 other people who say, yeah, that's amazing, great job. Here's what I did too. Uh, we, we need more of that. We need more people on our team celebrating us and, and helping us be excited for every step in the journey. For sure. Megan doesn't have any other questions.
2: No further questions, thank you. No, no further <laughs> questions. It sounds
1: like we're done interrogating Alyssa. Sweet. Um, Alyssa, do you have anything else that you'd like to add that you feel like is relevant to this? Whether it be something funny, hilarious, um, mildly inappropriate. Um,
0: oh, well, mildly kind of cuts off a lot of what I would say, honestly. That qualifier, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I just obviously I really love Triforce and I know it's kind of lame uh people you know the question earlier like what are your hobbies outside of working out I'm like hanging out at the gym I don't know like I guess uh, probably most of our listeners are people who've already been a Triforce but on the off chance you know (laughs) that somebody is listening that hasn't been in yet if you're scared just take the first step coming in is the hardest part and then we will make you feel very loved I hope (laughs)
1: Yes. As long as it's not me that you're working with apparently, because I have no <laughs> heart or soul. That's what thats what I, I want everybody to take away from this is that Chris is completely mean and heartless. Well, um, well,
0: yeah.
1: most people already knew that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you're interested in, uh, hearing more of Alyssa's story, you can reach out to her directly. I'm sure she'd be happy to share with you if something was like, Hey, that, like that, that sounds like where I was or where I am. Um, hit her up. Like Alyssa is an open book, obviously. And so she'll, she'll share with you and help you out because she's very passionate about helping people out. Um, if you want to do a personal training session with her, um, you know, I'll, I'll buy a PT session for you so you can Ooh. experience how awesome it is. Yeah. I, I said that and I'll, wow. I'll stick to my word. Yeah. Um, so everybody have an amazing day. Um, thanks for listening. Um, subscribe, join, listen, Hit the like button, comment bell, whatever all the other podcast people say. Do those things for us, please. It helps and it means a lot. Share it with somebody that you feel like this can make an impact for and we will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of My Blank Fitness Journey Podcast. If this story inspired you, make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can check us out at triforcecrossfit.com. Just send us a message and we'd love to help you. See you guys soon on the next episode.